everyone. Welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And, uh, you know, it's May, so spring is in the air. Hmm. So how about we look back at <laughs> something from the winter? I mean, this film does not take place during the winter. Yeah, so. false advertising. This film actually takes place in the fall. It's Winter Beast. Woo! I mean, <laughs> could have they called it Fall Beast or Spring Autumn Beast? Autumn Beast. Mm. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't have the same ring. Although there are some, some sound effects that imply that there's a winter storm. <laughs> yeah. And there was like one like exterior shot that had snow in it. Yes, when the guy is rock climbing. <laughs> yeah. I remember I'm like, there it is. I was like Leonardo DiCaprio once yeah. upon a time in Hollywood. Like, winter. Winter. Uh, so Winter Beast, um, 92 it came out? This, well, it's I guess the release date was like 91, 92, but it was shot in 1986. And then the rest of it was shot in 1989. Yeah. Is that right? And- you could never tell. It is seamless <laughs> in this motion picture. Uh, so, Justin, this was your pick, and mm. um, I really liked this movie, mm. uh, first of all. But um, how did you hear about this, and uh, what uh, what do you have to tell us about this very strange um, slasher movie, monster movie? I no, guess it's, it's more definitely of a, monster. a monster movie. Oh, yeah. God, it's got all the monsters. Yeah. All the monsters and more. <laughs> This was this was giving me Spooky's uh, flashbacks. I don't remember exactly where I heard about it. Maybe on a list somebody had on like regional horror films, and I was like, "What is this Winter Beast?" Thing? And I remember sitting and watching it. I'm like, "Ah, this is like things." <laughs> yeah, except much is. more epic. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bigger than things. Slightly mm-hmm. more comprehensible, I think, plot wise. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> you're being very generous. <laughs> Considering the last uh, thirty minutes of this movie don't feature any dialogue, oh, that's crazy. Oh, they're 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 talking though. If you can read lips, you know, <laughs> you can see what they're saying. And so I watch this movie and it has all my favorite kind of stuff. It's obviously mm-hmm. people who have never made a movie getting together. They're trying to be very stylish. There's <laughs> lots of monsters, monsters that show up only for one scene, all mm-hmm. stop motion most of the time. Yeah. Then they disappear, never to be seen again. And it's one of the few films that I had seen where you can clearly see they shot over a long period of time because not only does the camera stock change in the middle of a scene (laughs) but a guy's mustache appears and disappears throughout (laughs) well it's a it's a it's a real mustache replaced by a fake mustache yes it's very very easy to spot yeah april said it looked like a piece of orange rug that they'd tape (laughs) but they're like in in mid-conversation sometimes like yeah it'll cut to like an over the shoulder yeah like oh no mustache anymore somebody will go like uh you know, can I talk to you over here? And then they'll walk, and then the film stock will completely change. You know, yeah. the, the actors look worse. younger. They look so different. So, from what I heard, they went from sixteen millimeter to super eight, and that's what caused like the switches between quality. Okay. And it was a film that like no one really wanted to finish it, so like it took a lot of work to get the version that we both mm-hmm. watched. That was like I don't know, seventy three, seventy six minutes. I think it came out too. Yeah, I think uh, less than 80, maybe. It's like an hour Mm -hmm. 14 or something, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. it's real short. But But, uh, so much entertainment (laughs) packed packed throughout. It is, although 
there is some padding in this, and that depends on what your definition of padding is. Yeah. But um, uh, do you mean montage? It's set to amazing music. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> How about uh, single, uh, uninterrupted, ten-minute lock-offs of two people oh, talking, talking in it. the corner of a room? <laughs> it's like um, a, it's like a Godard or Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> Wait, wait, we should start the movie from the beginning, though, because we start with a very things-like nightmare. Yeah, it's very confusing. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, even before that, with, with the credits, we get um, this the opening song and yeah. Oh, yeah. putting it right I, I at really the front. I was really getting, like, um, Feeders 2 Sleigh Bells vibes. Yeah. We I was, talked about the amazing music in that. Yeah. I was going to say, this is like John Carpenter opening credits. They go on and on and on. Yeah. It's just, and I mean, we got to get over a, that 70 minutes, Colin. It's one of, like, this is my favorite thing. And, I mean, there are... Uh, all the songs in this are good, but there's like one song in particular that's the like the rock and like synth yeah. score. And I think it's over the opening. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I I'm gonna cut it in here so you guys can hear it. One, it should go down in history as one of the great like '80s like B movie horror themes. I, I really do think so. And it'll come out of nowhere in this movie too. It'll be in the <laughs> yeah. middle of a conversation. It'll cut to a different location, and that music's just a rocket. Yeah. There's some repetitive music in this, but that's you know that's par for the course. And so this nightmare we introduce to our hero. I don't think he's a sheriff because the credits on IMDb say sergeant. I think he's a right? ranger. He's like a okay. Mm. I just call him Mustache Man. I just call him, like, Ranger Man. And very confusingly, his name is Bill Whitman, and the other guy's Ranger Stillman. Or which one is Whitman? Which one is Stillman? Stillman is the one that... That's the guy with the glasses. Yeah, he doesn't take off his sunglasses. sunglasses. Right. That's what I thought. Uh, So where Whitman has a nightmare where he just sees a guy, his face is melting off, and then very slowly he sticks his hand under his skin, being like, oh. And then this like tentacle creature, it's like a stop motion creature, just pops into frame and kind (laughs) of dances for a little bit. You don't know what it is, but it's And then it cuts to... Uh, one of the best shots in the movie, which they re- uh, repeat twice, mm-hmm. where a guy is like, oh, and then like a skeleton penising pops out of his chest. <laughs> kind of like a chest burster, but it yeah, has yeah. hair. And, like, it raises its eyebrows, and I made a note here, it scrunches up its face like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, it does. Whoa. <laughs> See, I know we, we already we mentioned it, but this, this movie kind of has like everything. It has, mm-hmm. Not only does it have a bajillion monsters, but it has, it has stop motion. It has practical like puppet type effects Mm -hmm. and it has guys in in makeup hair and makeup which you'll only Mm -hmm. realize at the end of the movie you're like oh wait is he supposed to be giant (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) wasn't buying it the winter beast himself i guess maybe i was i was buying Uh, it we'll we'll take a vote at the end of which one we think is the real (laughs) winter beast yeah (laughs) the winter beast was the the friends we made along the the way it might surprise you uh so we we open up you know we've already seen the uh, the nightmare so we we go to this ranger hut i guess this is the you know <laughs> uh, ranger 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 man ranger closet and this is something much. uh that yeah. you see a lot in this movie where the set is clearly just the corner of someone's garage and they've put up two walls 
Uh, and then they just yeah. lock off the camera and they just blast a huge spotlight onto the actors. I, I think it is a set. Like, I think it's a no, set. No, it is definitely a set. Yes. Like with, so yeah. it's not like a real It's a very flat cabin. No, it's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like all the sets are clearly in someone's garage that they've just put two they wooden put walls wooden up. wooden wall up, yeah. And all the walls and all the sets in this movie look like they're about to fall apart. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime someone leans Don't against one. Don't breathe on them too hard. Yeah, you want to do <laughs> a second take? Nah, that's fine. <laughs> they're always yeah. like wobbling um, so and shaking. Introduced to Stillman, our curly-haired fellow who always wears his sunglasses inside, and his defining trait is he loves pornography. He is so aggressively heterosexual and horny. Yeah, <laughs> and like the scene goes on a while where they're kind of just like shooting the shit, and it's yep, kind of a like slow start. Close up of a porno mag that he holds up. Yeah. Oh, and he—he's so he's talking to some other guy that I guess you know, found a, a female ranger up on the mountains and yeah, brought her back. Yeah, there's somebody else missing too that they talk about. I guess it's implied that the nightmare that he was having in the opening scene was like a premonition. That was the, the missing ranger that he's been looking for. That's what actually happened the to him. The blonde guy with the chest burster. That's what we think anyway. That was the guy that was missing at the beginning of the movie that we never really meet. Right. And here we're introduced to the main thematic uh, costume in this film, which is plaid. Because there's a guy that's wearing like a yellow plaid vest over a red plaid shirt. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's, it's clashy. But I mean, you know, that's a Canadian look. Where was this shot? Does anyone know? I have no idea. I was like, kind of maybe a Midwestern vibe. With the accents? Yeah. Oh, I well, used to know because he did oh, it was Boston. in Massachusetts. That's yeah, where we shot. Because, oh, uh, land of Matt Farley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. Ranger Man says that he came. He used to be, he was trying to be a cop in Boston. Yeah. I went to the big city and I couldn't cut it. But so then yeah. uh, sunglasses guy, Stillman, he sounds like he's from New York. He's like, yeah, New York. I'm putting yeah, on an New York. He's like, yeah, yeah it's a real, these... like, uh, I'm Bugsy. Yeah. I'm going to be like a gangster <laughs> He's like accent. the sidekick, and he keeps talking like this. Yeah, it was a little bit like that. And um, he is, uh, so he's talking to the guy that kind of rescued this female ranger that we're going to meet in a few seconds. Uh, they're just, like, shooting the shit. He's, like, showing him these nudie magazines, like, hey, what do you think of this? And he wants everybody to know that he is not gay. Yeah. No, still he is not he is gay. so not like, gay. He's it's like, like that Lonely Island song. It's like, not gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I ain't no homosexual, pal. Yeah, he literally says that. We're introduced to uh, our ranger, Mustache. And ranger Mustache is like, I'm going to go talk to the woman who uh, we saved. And then he enters a black void <laughs> we never see again. The the film stock changes to, you know. And isn't there like a sound like, yeah, yeah, that, that's and what I'm like saying. blue light on them well, as well. You can shooting. see through the window, they've got this one fake tree that somebody's just wobbling from off screen, and then they've got the, uh, like, the... Hey, yeah. I... It, it's a winter I, storm I bought right it. there. They <laughs> fooled me. And, uh, yeah, so I guess it's implied that he's in... Their, his office or something talking to this woman but it's yeah just like, we never see this room again yeah it's like this weird black void uh it's like shot in super eight so like the film quality just totally changes and i guess she was with the other ranger up on the mountain or something yeah like so that. i guess she was found but they lost the, the other guy and then like they're kind of spending like the rest of the movie trying to find this other guy and they they never do um, uh, I think they uh, talk about the fact that like people are disappearing and dying. Yeah, um, well, throughout like the movie. more and more people begin disappearing, but it starts right. with with this one guy that we don't really meet, other than in a dream sequence, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh, this is pretty much Jaws. This is just oh no, it's exactly Jaws. Yeah, it's Jaws because on the we'll get top. to the person that's the 
uh, unofficial the mayor. mayor of the town, and he doesn't want to shut down for the Foliage Festival, which is the big thing in town. Foliage Festival, that's yeah. so cute. Um... Uh, so there's a lot of good lines when we cut back to that flat set that we uh, hang out at for like 10 minutes at the beginning of the movie, including like, you want some libation? Wet your whistle. Snort on that. <laughs> yeah. so That's some bad whiskey. Ranger Man is sitting down with a, a heart-to-heart with uh, Stillman or Stillwell. What's his name? Stillman? Stillman, yeah. Okay, yeah. And this is like one lock-off. Boy, mm-hmm. oh boy. And it's one... Uh, and on, this must go on for like seven minutes or something. This I think it goes on for about 10 minutes. Oh my yeah, God. Like and it's, it's dubbed, but... So, because sometimes... Their their lips are moving and no no sound is coming out. Super eight can't shoot uh, sync sound. Oh well, that's that's why that's yep. why because it didn't it wasn't like when it was you know in sync it didn't necessarily sound like it was dubbed. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like it sounded like it was in yeah, the but space. It, but most of the film sounds like uh, really like. You know, it's bassy. That's how you know that it's dubbed, where it's like, hey, we're going to go over there. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll cut to an over the shoulder, and you hear, like, the sound of the camera whirring and, and, as they're trying to say dialogue. Yeah, you can kind of mm. hear that as somebody walks over, you know, mm. to the table. You hear this, like, hissing sound, and then it'll just stop before he starts talking. And so this scene ends, and, you know, we're going to wind up to the monsters <laughs> appearing. Nope, we're cutting right to a woman taking her top off in a cabin somewhere. <laughs> just a random woman, and uh, just stop motion Groot attacks her yeah it really does look like <laughs> it Groot. looks exactly like Groot um and this movie is really front-loaded with boobs because there's no boobs in the rest of the movie I don't no. think no I think this so, is definitely no. they're like we need boobs in this to be able to sell it to a distributor yeah and you got to put it at the beginning because you know they're only going to watch the first 15 minutes to, that's right <laughs> to yeah. see. so we've already had this is like the th- this is like the third creature that we've had in this movie so far so yeah, it's like one and two we're like three 10 minutes in I'm like Okay, I'm expecting just one winter beast, but there's like there's like a dozen every creatures. scene where there's a monster and there's a lot is a new monster. I can't and believe that they didn't just like build one little model and just use that model throughout. I yeah. don't but there's know. a new one every time. I think it's because it took so long to do. I yeah. That they're like, I'll just make another one. Well, you, like, think the, can... you think the creatures just kept like uh, rotting, like all the foam would just fall yeah. apart. So they'd have the, to make like, a new plasticine one. that they used for it. Yeah, it's like, just it, fell apart. It's like the seven voyages of Sinbad or the seventh voyage of Sinbad or something like that. It's like a very mm-hmm. Harry Harrison movie. Well, what is uh, cute about this scene and then later is that the the big stop motion Groot grabs the the lady and then you see a little a little claymation lady in his hand yeah oh you think that's cute april when he smashes her head up against the cabin yeah. this is my favorite part like i gotta say the stop motion creatures are great but yeah they do that multiple times so you'll see an actor like reacting you know to something <laughs> off screen and then yeah. the, the creature will pick them up and then they'll just turn into like a bad claymation version of them yeah i, I love it it's so funny yeah. And we're introduced to the other major special effect in the movie, <laughs> the guy who runs the Wild Goose Lodge. <laughs> Mr. Sheldon. Dave Sheldon. Yeah. Uh, so Dave Sheldon, looking at the credits, it doesn't seem like he acted in anything else. I guess maybe he was in this movie and he's like, I've done everything I need to do. <laughs> I gotta say. I will now return back to my home planet. Yeah. What? He's yeah. the best actor. Bob Harlow. I mean. He's amazing. He's like got all of these monologues and he's, he's just, he's high Come energy. Come on, guys. We can't <laughs> shut down the full. Foliage Festival? That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's really like at like a, a he's at an eight when everybody else is like at, a, at a two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's two screaming matches later with Ranger Guy oh, that are so just amazing. And he has like a raspy voice, but he also has like kind of like this 
I don't even know what kind of accent. Ah, it's like a like a very New York accent. He yeah. sounds like he's from the village or something. He kind of like sounds that. like Isn't Joey Pantolano. <laughs> Isn't he introduced like he's talking to a group of old ladies and you like and he goes, "You think that's bad? His sister's twice as fat." <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> "Yeah." And like that's a joke, I guess. Yeah. Well, that was the end. And that at was the this, this this banquet hall, they're all drinking grosh. I used to drink Grolsch all the time. What's Grolsch? It's those really, really big green bottles that have like the pop top. It's beer. Oh, yeah, it's beer. Mm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I understand that. I was hoping you'd be like, it's a mystical <laughs> drink that only the I shamans I think it's from uh, Germany, consume. maybe. Yeah, know. but you see these like two old ladies in the foreground, which look like, you know, they're the director's mom, mom or something like that. But they're, they've got like six empty bottles of Grolsch and like, I don't know. like a, And a big thing of whiskey. Yeah, big thing of whiskey. Yeah. Shit-faced. Great set dress. Um, and this is a scene where Bill Whitman's uh, mustache appears and disappears a lot. Yeah, he, he talks to Mr. Sheldon. He says, can I talk to you over here for a second? And the footage <laughs> Let changes. Let me shave my beard first. It looks like <laughs> yeah. the set changes. The actors in the background change. He yeah. is no longer wearing a jacket. His mustache <laughs> is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. And you know what? They um, make it work by having the scene end with two guys that we've never met before go, I'm just trying to make conversation here. Well, you sure did a shitty job. And they start throwing punches at each other. No, it was actually, that was the guy. That it was, was the yellow was, and red plaid guy. It was guy. double plaid oh, guy. Oh, the yellow and red plaid guy? <laughs> For but no it, reason. It was so funny because they get in a fight and the one guy pushes the other guy into this like Trellis, like a trellis, a trellis inside. It breaks, it falls. It looks like the whole set's gonna come down. All the walls are just wobbling and shaking. Yeah, and then we cut back to that exact angle, and um, the old man is there, and he's like, "Hey, you guys, like, get the hell out of here." The trellis is now perfectly back up again, and it's like it, it teleported. Yeah. So those, <laughs> it, okay, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like this is the guy that they were just talking to in the the opening scene. Well, of the maybe movie. he went with them. He, <laughs> I don't know. He, he did not. He was just there. Was he just, went there ahead of them. I, okay. Just random. You guys have an advantage because you watched the movie twice. We did. <laughs> you, and you know what? To this could be like brain damage, though. That you're like taking the juice too much. Like, I was. I was just, just trying to make sense of it. I do recommend anybody if we're going to watch this, watch it twice. Yeah. It <laughs> seems. It seems like scenes <laughs> are just sort three of like times, man. It, it seems like scenes are just sort of like randomly thrown together. Yeah, we like, needed to like talk ourselves through it to understand like, well, what was happening. <laughs> uh, listen, the first time we tried to watch it, we were distracted. We were both like getting work emails and like our cat like would not stop meowing the entire movie. He's got something against Winter Beast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he just loves oh, okay. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he, he was distracted. The He's like, meow, meow, I love this. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, so it just cuts to them leaving the lodge. And when I say the lodge, like all the exteriors. It's just one little The exteriors, door. again, are amazing. Anytime they're like uh, at night in the forest, it's just basically a black void with two. Yeah, and there's a few plants to let you know yeah, they're in the forest. There's two little trees that they put in front of people. So, uh, And yeah. then the exterior of the Wild Goose Lodge is the same. It's just like this really wobbly front door and these two fake trees that are just in the foreground and it looks like they're cramming like in there's clearly no room anywhere 
but then there'll be other beautiful shots when they're outside. Like, I'm going to make a reference that people may be like, what? There's a shot of them, like, standing in front of a house that looks like it's straight out of the 70s or, like, a John Pays film, like, Crime Wave yeah, or something like that. I have a feeling it's just the nighttime stuff that they didn't want to bring mm-hmm. uh, lights onto location. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right, because the daytime um, stuff that's, you know by the trading post with all the yeah. people or outside in the woods, that's all day. All the exterior yeah. shots are daytime. So that's a good point. I yeah. didn't even think of that. And so I think they find right away the like weird statue, right? With a skeleton on it. Yeah, Stillman uh, sunglasses guy meets up with the red... Double plaid vest double guy. Double plaid man, who I guess just started the fight 10 seconds earlier. <laughs> no, I think it's the next morning or whatever, it's, but... It's the next morning, but they say, meet in front of this diner, and then we're going to yeah. go hiking up into the mountains. And this, they just meet in front of this diner, and again, Stillwell is... is yeah. They get in a few more gay jokes. Like, yeah. I don't want to have coffee with you. What am I? I'm here to wine and dine. You know, I'm getting paid. Let's go up the mountain. And then Vlad Veskai, I think, disappears after this to never return. Yeah, they come across this <laughs> totem. It's like a kind of totem pole or something. Well, it's basically like Groot that we saw earlier in the movie. It looks like Groot, kind of. Um, with, with and like it's holding a skeleton. And Yeah, this is a different one because he comes alive later on in the yeah, movie. Yeah, right. it looks similar, but it's different. Yeah. And then we've got the Lady Ranger and Mustache Ranger. So they oh, come across this the... This has the best shot of the movie, though, where they're all standing in a yes! line. Yes! <laughs> I saw that the first time we watched it, and I was like, Colin, you weren't looking. It was hilarious. And then I made sure he saw it this yeah, time. Yeah, it's great. It's like an album cover. It's like they're... The, yeah, the, that's what yes. it looks like. It looks like the Beatles or something like that. Yeah, that's like right. That. <laughs> I, I would love to make that, like, the, the thumbnail for this, but there's too many good monsters I should, I should use instead. So it's implied that, I guess... Uh, Stillwell came across this, went back to town, got Ranger Dan and the female Ranger, and they immediately came back. But it's edited sure. so poorly that it's just like, okay, were they all up there? I guess they teleported there. Uh, or yeah, something I guess like so. that. it's like what you were saying, Justin. Like this is clearly like you know some novice filmmakers. They're not really thinking hard about the continuity really at all, and it's just shooting scenes like. You know, yeah, shooting because a lot of times when they, they put yeah when they put them together, people are often not acting like oh that this thing that just happened like they they they're acting like it, oh like they are so deadpan out yeah. of context There's many times where it's like they just go back to work in the next scene and you're like wait a minute yeah <laughs> yeah did something just happen the only way you know that time has passed is they'll always just cut to an exterior shot of like the mountains I guess and yeah. then it'll cut into the next scene it's just like a little but, kind of you scene know break. Uh, our favorite ranger he sees a statue and he's like I saw it in a dream yeah right. And then we're introduced to a new character who I called uh, Fake Ted Raimi. Yeah, I thought he looked like Sam Raimi, actually. And I have no idea who he <laughs> is. I think his name is Charlie. Right. I caught them saying his name. So I, I refer to him as Charlie later on in my notes. But he, I don't know how he comes into the story He's or also why. wearing plaid. Right. <laughs> is he dating the woman ranger? No. No, like, no. No. Um, okay. I thought well, he might be mustache cop's friend we don't know in the he, opening he, scene mustache cop says that he knew a friend that moved up here but he hasn't talked to mm. him so maybe that's him but anyway he works at the trading post and they sell um native artifacts and stuff like that so but, he's like the expert on native stuff yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 go to the white guy he's the expert on native <laughs> yeah. artifacts. yeah he has like a souvenir store but the sign outside is really funny it just says uh film souvenirs honey 
belts. Well, you gotta see it from the <laughs> road, the only Colin. Thing you need a life, Colin. Uh, no, nothing weird with that. Honey I, and I will say this guy has the worst haircut I've ever seen. It looks like he took a lawnmower to his head. It's like super <laughs> short know. on the top, like really short, and then long, so it's kind of mullet esque. I it's hated like a feathered it. mullet. It's parted in the middle. It's like feathered. Yeah, I, but it's like a long bowl cut is what it looked like. Kind of, yeah. Uh, it was bad. Uh, everyone had, I, I had feathered hair like that back in the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody had that. We've discussed this, April. We know. <laughs> April gives herself like the eternal sunshine treatment every time <laughs> she hears about Colin's mullet. Yeah. She's like, I just can't live with him anymore knowing he wants out a mullet. I need it removed. <laughs> Um, Mark but Ruffalo anyway, is going to show up. This guy, so his name's Charlie. Yeah. He like becomes like the second, the main second main character, pretty character. much. Yeah, yeah. In the movie. This stinks a lot of like, oh, we had actors they dropped out or stopped coming. Yeah. We need a new cast member to come and kind of fill the role that the previous actor had. Yeah. So sunglasses guy kind of disappears. He comes and goes from the movie. Yeah, but, but you think he, the, he gets all this stuff at the opening scene. You think, okay, this right. is our one of our main characters. And no, he just disappears. And then the Charlie comes in. Uh, you kind of think that sunglasses guy, he's the type of character that gets killed very early on in movies usually. Because yeah. he's like the kind of wiseacre. You know, Instead, like, ah. he makes it almost to the end. <laughs> almost. <laughs> So it, this is when festivities are going on, right? right? Like, ah, it's the Foliage Festival. The Foliage Festival. And this is where it's like, okay, this is Jaws. And the one thing that I noticed in the scene where um, uh, the ranger cop is talking to his uh, female deputy. I'm sorry, I could not find her name. I have it in my notes somewhere. I don't know. There's a shot where they're standing so close to each <laughs> yeah. other, like in an over-the-shoulder yeah. I noticed it's that, like, yeah. Whoa! It was like she. Oh, her name is Barbara. There oh yeah, right. Barbara. She looks. She looks normal, but then when you realize how close, like the back of his head is, like mm-hmm. in the shot, because I guess because it's it, a square frame, right? So. It looks like no. It's they. They just screwed up. They made them move too close <laughs> to each other. It looks like that shot in uh, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Of, like that's Vin right. Diesel and the Rock. <laughs> it looks like it's shot in some crazy telephoto lens or something, and it just uh, yeah. Them. And that's also the shot that is. Is the insane dip in quality and it becomes yeah super it goes soft. back to like super yeah. eight or something like that yeah I, you know what i get a feeling that either the first or the second time they didn't shoot over the shoulders when they did the dialogue scenes like maybe they shot them in like ones mm-hmm. in that flat way yeah okay they're like oh man we need some over the shoulders to like add more dialogue or something like yeah that. because right. the over the shoulders are all real mustache from what i can tell and all yeah. these weird lock-offs are fake mustache right right um, so I hope the over-the-shoulder was the first one, or did he have, like, the fake mustache? And he's like, I want to grow a real one for the close-up. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny? Uh... <laughs> Let me go get some carpeting. <laughs> so does anybody have an orange rug? Um, so this is the fall festival. He's trying to convince Mr. Sheldon uh, to, like, either... you got to close up! Yeah, he's got to shut down his lodge or something. That The Wild Goose Lodge. The Wild Goose Lodge. Which looks like it could only hold about four people... Well, there's uh, like a bunch of different cabins that we see at one point, but this, like, remember the opening the or the the Groot monster? 
Oh, that's what they're it like. Was. It's like they're a bunch of like separate buildings. I but see. But you okay. don't see it very much. So right. It's I didn't connect the two. I didn't know that was the the they Wild have, Goose Lodge. Yeah, they have like ten conversations in this movie. Like, look, people are missing. People are dying. <laughs> well, I don't care because we have to get the foliage <laughs> festival, and we we can't upset my guests. I've been running this for thirty years now, uh, and this goes on, and, and he gets more and more irate. <laughs> oh yeah, it's boy, does funny. he ever. And I think that this is the time when Charlie's like, listen, I found information about what could be happening. Come and look at what's in this box. This is one of my favorite scenes. This is insane. Yeah. So he's like, all right, what I'm about to show you is really weird. And he opens up the box. I call it the dildo box scene. Uh, he's showing some artifact, quote unquote, to, to Ranger Dan. And... It's just a huge dildo for some reason. Well, a huge dildo. In a close-up. And flesh-colored, too. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, are they talking about that? Well, and then underneath it is like a necklace with a big tooth on it. And then they're, they're just talking about the tooth. So it's almost like that close-up was filmed separately. That, that's, they, they weren't reacting to I it. I only got this one box. I got to <laughs> store all my precious things in it. Yeah. So you got my dildo. It's insane. You got my... <laughs> Yeah, but you have to <laughs> assume that he's talking about the dildo for the entire scene until he pulls well, the, the Well, you know out. what? It's obviously like a joke. It's like the shot of all three of them standing together. There's like jokes in this movie. At one point, Charlie stands in front of a yeah, uh, yeah. a statue of like a cigar store Indian. Yeah. And he, and he like does the same kind of like Kind of mimics, uh, mimics the pose. Yeah. yeah, so you're right. I guess it was a joke. Uh, but it was probably just like yeah. the, the director just shooting an insert without yeah. the actors. Yeah, it's and just, just a baffling just, joke. Where it's, it's, like, like, oh, it's not subtle. Like it's not like hidden. It's not like where's no. Waldo? It's right it's there. Like, it's right oh, there. It's right there. <laughs> he's he's probably just like, oh man, when they when they see this at the premiere, they're gonna they're gonna be so embarrassed. Well, Justin, you played this movie in a theater. Did the audience just oh, like, it killed. react? It killed. Well, we made a joke during our intro. We we're like, you know, they open a box, see if you can spot uh, the, <laughs> a thing that doesn't belong. So I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the it. moment that like killed the most. Oh. And uh, I think we're at like 20 minutes in and the director's getting antsy and he's like, oh man, we need another monster in here. Yeah, we, So we have, we have a hi- two women that are just hiking, I guess, hiking. Yeah. And they're attacked by this. It, I could only describe it as a bird bear. <laughs> oh, I wrote like ape man that bursts out of the ground. Yeah, I was getting a ape vibe, but yeah, it comes out yeah. of the ground and then she's like, ah, like something like pulls her from off screen. It's very silly, but you know what? It's, it's it's pretty fine. cute. Yeah. yeah, it has like almost like a bear body with like a little kind of beak and these big round eyes. It's almost like furry. a like a those like sleese 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 stacks from uh, yeah sleese stacks from Land of the Lost. Yeah, something kind of looks like me and that. April were much too yeah, young. I don't know. To I don't know what that is. <laughs> Land of yeah. the Lost. I thought you were saying skeesis. Uh, the classic Will Ferrell. Yeah, film. Was, don't uh, you remember April? <laughs> Will Ferrell. No, I don't. Uh, it was a TV show in like the 60s, uh, 70s? Uh, 60s or 70s. I, yeah. I used to watch it all the time. Well, I mean, it's back and it's 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 going for two women with <laughs> and perms. It's in pog for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it's like uh it's got a furry body like a bear, but you know, anytime the frame changes, you can see all the fingerprints and like, you know, clearly the the Yeah, it's like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, it's like the stop motion animator has been kind of moving the fur, which is fine. And you can see it's filmed in front of like a real background, like outdoors. So all the trees are blowing and they're just constantly like jumping around from frame to frame. Yeah, it has a a charming quality to it. It does. I I really love the designs and the animation. 
I kind of lose the thread of the narrative in my notes here. So if one of you guys have oh. it, because I just wrote like weird stuff that had, because <laughs> the film essentially kind of like self-destructs on itself. Well, it's like where you're like, wait, who's the main character now? Here we yeah. have Ranger Dan confronting Mr. Sheldon yet again. They have the uh, the library. Go to the local library, which is just a mm-hmm. just which a is, corner, which is really cute. It's like the exterior is a is a model of the library, and then we cut to the interior, which again is just like a very tight claustrophobic corner. It's like room. you're right in the corner. Uh, and Mr. Sheldon is just sitting in the corner with a spotlight blasting on him. And he's oh, yeah. He's always covered in like green or blue now, light. No, I think that was like a stylistic the- choice to show <laughs> yep, that yep. maybe his motivations are Something not No, so I think right. it's every every interior scene in this movie is just like the same kind of wood paneled walls. So I have a feeling yeah. that they just had like four wood paneled walls that they would just move around to make a, a room or a set. Well, yeah, but he's next to like the tiniest bookshelf with like a couple books on it. Yeah. And that's the library. Wait, that's the library. Did we skip anything? Because I wrote in my notes here, forced perspective of a statue, which I always love. Oh, that was the totem pole. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's around Yeah, the totem pole, because it happens later where a guy standing beside you is like, whoa, it <laughs> looks big, but it's just like clearly just near camera. Yeah, it's, it's blowing it and wobbling in the wind. It looks like yeah. it's about 12 <laughs> love inches it. tall. Um, oh, 12 inches. You're being very generous. I really didn't think it was forced perspective the first time I saw it. I really didn't. Uh, so this movie isn't as bad. They fooled you. It's, it's, there's no such thing as a, a bad movie. How was the color timing on the version <laughs> that you watched, Abel? Uh, it was acceptable. Actually, the quality was pretty good. I mean, well, this, before... Oh, yeah. Well, this is Vinegar Syndrome. This is Blu-ray. This is the new skin yeah. that excellent. appears on an amazing box set they did. The, the reason... The, the way I can always tell is when the uh, intro credits, when they're, when they're rock solid and crisp, then you know it's going to be a, a good transfer. Yeah. I mean, it did look <laughs> good. If those are blurry and they're bobbing and weaving... Yeah, and then you're like, oh. Then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so then we go... Yeah. So then... A, Again, he pleads with Mr. Sheldon to, to close down his lodge. No. We he- can't. It's the Foliage yeah. Festival. <laughs> you know, you guys, we keep making fun of the Foliage Festival, but in my hometown, or at least a small town near my hometown, we had the, um, the Maple Festival, yeah. which is basically the same thing. Wait, doesn't every Canadian town legally have to have a maple festival? There's yeah. also an apple festival in the fall. <laughs> apple cider. Are there like fights? You're like, I love the apple festival. <laughs> did you guys? I love the maple festival. Did you guys ever do that out? thing where, uh, you know, they would have the, the little thing of snow and then they would pour maple syrup uh, no, on it? No, I've and heard. Then roll been, up. I've been hearing about it. They'd get like a stick, a wooden stick, and they could roll it so like the kids could eat like I, maple syrup covered snow. First of all, that's gross. Snow's gross. But I, uh, I thought they only did that in Quebec. I thought that was a Quebec thing. Yeah, probably. Justin, have you heard of this practice? Yeah, you're a weirdo, yeah, Frenchie. Yeah, I have. <laughs> it's um, it's like a cabasuk uh, kind of thing. Where sugar you go cabin. And you roll sugar it. shack. Yeah, sugar cabin. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway. I don't remember what that's called. I must have eaten one, though. Yeah, I'd always be jealous because nowhere we went would have that. And I was like, oh, man, I want to eat some some horrible yellow snow covered in maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that's the kind of stuff that you'll get at the Foliage Festival. Sounds like a place I'd want to go. I mean, I don't care if hikers are dying in I don't the woods. Know, I don't know where this was shot. It looks delightful. It's yeah. It's beautiful fall. Definitely not I'm winter. sure it's been raised and it's all condos now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, uh, yeah, again, so wait a minute. They're, they're admitting that this takes place in fall. Yeah. yeah, it's called Winter okay, Beast. Okay, here's the thing. What the fuck? Nobody even says Winter Beast in the movie, right? No. 
Um, no, yeah, it has a different title, and it says it on the Blu-ray, which is not as evocative oh, as Winter Beast. Mm. So that's so what... they probably changed it, or the distributor changed it. Foliage, being like, foliage we need monster. something that pops. Do you know yeah. what it was? What? The original title. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm looking it up right now as you guys talk and fill the time. <laughs> Mr. Sheldon's Wacky Foliage Festival Good Times. Yeah what, what, yeah, what would be a good title do you think that it should have? Uh, um, Monster Festival. Yeah. Monster Festival. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Or something that's... Let like, people know there's multiple monsters. Or something that... Because they're supposed to be a, from a native curse. So maybe like Curse of the Tribe or something like that. I don't know. The mm-hmm. ch- Chakra legend? It was called It Came from Lone Peak. Really? That's, yeah, that's not good. Winter Beast. Winter Beast title. is better. Again, um, it came. I was yeah, I was shocked. They came. Yeah. There's so many of them. I, I was just anytime a new one came on, I was it like, should, Oh my god. It this should is have amazing. been called Winter Beasts. Oh. Yeah, uh-huh. clearly. Winter Beasts is kind of tough to say though. Winter, Winter Beasts because of the essence. Yeah, you're right. It's hard to say. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Um so what's next? Well, now we go to uh, Fake Ted Raimi's house, and he's. Uh, you know, I don't he, think that's his house. <laughs> whatever. He, he's reading a book, Monument in Cedar. Yeah, it's like back to the souvenir store, and he's kind of like reading about the Indian legends uh, uh, of the area, mm-hmm. and he discovers that the totem pole that they've discovered is like a Indian gateway to hell. Right, and so we can only assume. That that is why all these <laughs> monsters come out. It's a hellmouth type thing. Yeah, but then his wife kind of walks into frame. She says, "Hey, hon, like, what are you reading about?" And he says, "I've been reading about that pole of ours." <laughs> they keep referring to it as a pole. Yeah, which is really that's funny. actually his. Isn't co-worker. it on the Devil's Ledge Trail? Uh, which you talk about as well. Yeah, that's right. Like, um, and then mm, Devil's they Ledge. hear a big noise and everything goes blue. Oh, I wrote that down too. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> really? What was that? I don't know. It was one of the. We don't uh, know. Something was coming through the hell portal. I mean, maybe it was the monster that we see in the next yeah. scene when the guy is rappelling down a wintry waterfall. Yeah, this is so. This is so. What funny. monster was this? I can't even remember. This was the. It's rubbery, the alien with four arms. Yeah, the, isn't it? Rubbery alien with four arms that kind of yeah. drools and does yeah, this sort and of does weird, a little dance. Does like thing. a little dance. It's really <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, and this yeah. is another one. It's like this scene where the guy's like rappelling down and then he instantly changes into a claymation guy and has mm-hmm. his spine like ripped out. Yeah, and he yells after his head was ripped off. <laughs> yeah. I love, yeah. This alien has like, it does this really funny dance, but then it has this, like, this little animated drool that comes out of its yeah. mouth. It's really cool. And then we're introduced back to the cops who are doing the only thing that rangers can do putting up uh, signs <laughs> or posters yeah. that have so much text on yeah, them. Yeah, that's like, what I said. No one's going to read that. You'd have to stand there for five minutes to read all of them. And basically it just says, stay off the, the mountain, yeah. stay off the trails. Yeah, yeah. And, then he, and then he gets into uh, the first of a um, series of two screaming matches with Mr. Sheldon. Yeah. Which is great. Again, I, again. Again, Mr. Sheldon comes to him. and Do you think Mr. Sheldon is a grandfather of young Sheldon, everyone's <laughs> favorite comedy star? Yes. Yes, I do. Because that show is uh, oh, made by the would, devil. It would be so good. You know, watch an episode of Young Sheldon because, I don't know, you died and went to hell or something like that. And uh, it's like, and now he must visit the Winter Beast. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. Uh, so Mr. Sheldon, uh, he he's torn all the posters down off the streets because he doesn't want to scare anybody away. And for some, we handmade all of those. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, he's dressed as Colonel Sanders. That's ex- <laughs> yes, 
He's dressed exactly like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> you know, we Sanders. forgot to mention earlier, more plaid. He had a plaid suit yeah. on. He's oh, at one at one point, <laughs> the ranger is wearing a plaid red vest over his like like cop getup. Yeah, yeah. it's just plaid everywhere. Yeah, Mr. Sheldon has this red plaid suit. He looks like uh, something like Don Cherry would wear or something. And for those who are not Canadian, look up Don Cherry. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he was famous for his, uh, he's a hockey announcer. Wait, don't, don't look up any controversy surrounding him. <laughs> Just look up the, the suits he would wear. <laughs> don't look don't up worry, his... he was fired for his racist remarks, but he's back now. Uh, is he really? I think he's on conservative radio Yeah, he's now, oh, probably. <laughs> anyway, it's not important. Anyway. Colonel Sanders shows up. Canadian loudmouth, Don Cherry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Colonel Sanders, who has nothing bad related to him at all. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's only clean. killed killed billions and billions of chickens. But yeah. it's so delicious, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can't just have one. I can't eat uh, KFC chicken anymore. Too greasy. Yeah, I agree. Although, I mean, if someone put it in front of me, I would eat it. But um, no I'm not about to go ordering it or anything. Well, now we... Even if my hands were tied behind my back, I'd just <laughs> lean forward and put it in my mouth. Now we get a big uh, heart-to-heart scene. Wait, this screaming match is fantastic, by the way. Everyone, each actor just keeps escalating. Like, well, is that the... the one where there's the three guys? It's the Colonel Sanders one. Yeah, so... Um, what's his name? The tra- trading show, uh, the trading post guy, um, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. So he's there. He's smoking a cigarette, not talking. He's mouthing the dialogue. Oh, yeah, I know. That's right. I noticed that right. the first time he's at the beginning at, of the he's scene. He's looking at Ranger Ted or whatever. Yeah, and, he, and he's, he's mouthing his dialogue. Right. Right. Which is just <laughs> so charming. You, you you don't get that in every movie, you know. <laughs> well, that's supposedly a trick that some actors use. To uh, cue yourself to when you have to talk. Okay, because they... Mi- is that you learn everybody's right, dialogue. Yeah. Or at least the one that comes before your line. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just learn the one line or word. Well, didn't you watch the classic um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air documentary? Did, where yeah. Will Smith said that's what he did for the first few Yeah, episodes? and if you look in the background, you can see it. Yeah, yeah you can <laughs> see I'm, I'm going to start uh, looking out for that in these bad movies that we watch. Because it's, I bet it's more common than we think. Huh. It's like the boom mic of dialogue. Yeah. And there is a boom mic in this as well. I saw it. Well, you're, you know, assuming that these bad movies even have scripts to memorize. Uh, Are you sure you saw a boom mic? Perhaps yeah. it was a monster tentacle falling into frame. I, it was it at the bottom been. of the screen. I, I forget. It was coming up. <laughs> yeah. <wanted> the <laughs> microphone monster. I forget which scene, but anyway, it's not important. And now we get a, we we cut back to the ranger's cabin, and we get a really amazing heart-to-heart scene with with Ranger Rick and and. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> you found a new name for the ranger, ranger every Rick? time. Yeah. Ranger <laughs> just Dan, call, ranger just call Rick, him Mustache. Ranger, 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 ranger Stash. So like, he, yeah. he and Charlie have this heart to heart, and you know, uh, Charlie's like, couldn't make it in the big. Yeah, city. Charlie's like, I thought you wanted to be a cop, and he says, Oh, you know, I tried out, but you know, the best job I could get, or the closest job I could get, was like a what was it? Crossing guard. Crossing guard. Yeah. Oh. And then he says, uh, Oh, you know, I knew my, my limitations. He says, if every, it's okay if everybody became what they wanted, there'd be nobody to watch the mountain. <laughs> that was so sad. Sure. Um, um, and I think that's also the scene where there's, the Charlie is talking about like his love life or whatever. And he's like, I, I, I took this job to get girls, which is like, this sounds like something that the 
sunglasses guy would say mm-hmm. and he's like oh, i didn't work out and then the the ranger's like it i think you already have a girl meaning barbara which is who's his, actually his co-worker but right. you can tell they have a crush on each other because they were like flirting with each other when they were putting up posters anyway none of this is important well it's not gonna last very long because the next scene well, yeah we've we skipped over a scene there's like the female ranger uh she goes on her own little adventure yes. and she comes across this grave in the woods yeah, Barbara. That's the female. Uh, right. Okay, oh, no, so. sorry. I was talking about the um, the other girl who works at the souvenir shop. Right. I think yeah. that's his wife. Charlie's wife? No, or they're not girlfriend. married. It's not. It's really not important, not important. you guys. <laughs> so female ranger goes off. She uh, encounters this grave, and it says, like, Sheldon. I don't know if it's... Senior. I don't, okay, so it's Mr. Sheldon's father, then. Or possibly yeah, grandfather. Was like, Maybe the idea? It's like Reverend Sheldon. But he kept saying, like, my grandfather's... Right, okay. You know, father's... Father's it, father. And she opens up the coffin, and it's a zombie. I thought it was a zombie. Pops out and starts attacking mummy her. Mummy thing. And it's a mummy. It's a mummy. It's wrapped like a mummy yeah. for but some reason. this is not stop motion. This is person nope. in suit. So this is the first time you get something different. So you're like, whoa, like a all new special yeah. effect here. And it's, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. And it's a good costume. Uh, it kills her. Uh, yeah. And so she disappears. And, uh, and do we, is this where we finally get, um, Sheldon's big scene? Yeah. This is like the creepiest scene oh. in the movie. And it kind of goes on forever, so but you know. Yeah. It's like a lost highway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. or not lost highway. Uh, blue. Yeah. Velvet yeah. That's exactly what lost it is. Lost highway too, man. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. super creepy. So it's like, he's in his, I guess, lodge back at the, uh, he's Wild always lodge. in the same location. But then he like, it starts the scene where he's like pulling on this rope and then you realize that it's the female ranger's body that he's kind of like pulling up like a marionette or yeah something. he's like hoisting her up and then he like slaps her in the face and he like puts his like finger in her neck wound it's really gross Ugh. and then he like starts dancing he puts on this old-timey record yeah uh, yeah it's like tiny tim-esque like old oak tree that is like the one thing in horror movies that i just can't take it's like well people dancing around to like old-timey records especially if they take a mask that's much too small for their <laughs> yeah. face and hold it up to their face. Yeah, the I mean, oh, he has God. the, the ma- ma- maniacal la- uh, smile going, yeah, but then he puts really his good. creepy mask on, and he's dancing around, and it goes on a long time, and uh, Charlie's, like, watching him from the window or whatever, and it's sufficiently creepy. Yeah, he's got this... His whole living room is full of, like, rotting corpses. And yeah, that look like... I, I've Shrunken head props or yeah, something. But. <laughs> They're really bad, like, Halloween uh, props, but I don't know if it's meant to imply that these are all the people that have died in the mountain. He just sort of keeps their bodies. I think so. Ugh. But ba- like basically what the issue with this movie is that nobody ever really explains like what's going on. Uh, I think that uh, Mr. Sheldon does because what happens is the ranger and Charlie walk into the room, find them. And then uh, Mr. Sheldon has a long speech where he goes, you understand everything now. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he explains everything. And then. Uh, but it makes no but what sense. What does he say? Sense. He's just like, my grandfather, man, father. We, we basically, I think what he's saying is we lure people to the mountain and the curse, the monsters. He's, yeah. he's, he realizes he's discovered the real way to, to bring the winter beast through this devil portal or demon portal. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's so much uh, for him to bear that his head explodes in flame. No, yeah, he finds it so funny <laughs> that he's like, ah! <laughs> and, and then his eyes explode. It's with very flames. much like the Nazi at the end of Raiders of the Lost. Yeah, his head, it's like it, cuts it melts. Like, it cuts to like a wax head on top of this plaid suit, and, and then, it just sort of melts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that's the climax of and, the movie, and, right? Everything's oh, different. Everything's oh, wait, wait, oh, Justin. Nope. Well, Ranger Stash and Charlie are just like, what the hell? Next scene, well, they're just back to normal, and I'm yeah, so confused. <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh, so you're looking for this? Oh, I can show you this here." Like talking to like a somebody who's wants to go up the mountain. I was so confused. I thought this was yeah. a flashback, flash forward. I don't know. No, this is implied it's like the next day, and everything's I, yeah, everything's back they to saw normal. All this found the bodies. Now new guests are there, and they're just helping them around. Yeah, th- this is where the movie goes insane. Like it, it, yes. it seems like they were hey, like, "Let's just rem- do some more." Guys, guys, remember Stillman? He's still around. <laughs> He's still around. And what's he up to right now? Well, Ranger Stash is basically telling Charlie, "Look, you know, we're gonna get rid of this totem pole." And he says, "Oh, I sent Stillman up to to cut yeah, it down." And Charlie doesn't want him to because he thinks it's worth money. Yeah, he's like, "You don't know. Like, this is like an ancient artifact." And then he's like. I've sent him up to cut it down. That's it. And then he slams the phone down and Charlie, he goes, fucka. Yeah. But this is why it makes me feel like it was filmed out of order because wouldn't they be like, uh, remember that guy's evil plan that we just, yeah, uh, they don't mention it at all. They don't comment on that. (laughs) Um, Wait, so I forget who gets killed here. Is it? No, Stillman doesn't die, right? He just he he faces the monster, though. Yeah, the monster, the the statue comes to life, and it's like ah, and And now we go into it's just like a monster palooza for the next twenty minutes. Like every corner you turn (laughs) around, there's a stop motion. Well, you get a fake out because Stillman gets picked up and turned into claymation for a second. And then yes. the monster throws him down, and then he just sort of runs away. <laughs> you know, you could almost then, call it a montage. Monst- a monster. Mon. Yeah. Monster. Because doesn't it cut to then uh, Ranger Stash and Stillman just walking around some farmhouse? Yeah. Now this, <laughs> for no I reason. really didn't get because where are we? Why are we there? We don't know. But a giant dinosaur starts attacking them, and the whole thing is set to that really awesome song I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Right? Well, April April said it was like watching a music video because there's no dialogue. It was. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but um, uh, a ranger stash meets his only weakness: some weak floorboards that he goes through. <laughs> he kind of gets stuck yeah. in his basement, but then Stillwell gets attacked by this dinosaur and turns in. The Stillman. Is this how Stillman always wanted to go out? Because he's like laughing right as the monster attacks yeah. him and rips. Yeah. His head you mean off. Uh, turned uh, turned into a photograph that's cut out? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yes. a uh, Monty Python like cutout. It's really funny. Like to integrate the creature, they've like taken a photo of the location and just sort of cut it out and stuck it onto like cardboard and yeah. had the the creature like animated in front of it. And so like after all that, it cuts to just like. Charlie walking down the street and he looks into a chicken coop and he's like, oh! <laughs> yeah, so we have, uh, so Stillman gets eaten. He turns into like a photograph, gets eaten. And Sestash Cop gets away, we assume. Charlie, yes. r- his wife finds something and then he get, he's like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have let those guys go up the mountain on their own. And he runs out directly to a chicken coop and there's a giant chicken monster now. Oh. And I have no idea. I think it's like, I was watching it. Maybe it's like turkeys? Because it's got like a turkey face. I guess, yeah. Vulture 
esque. Yeah, yeah, it's like vultures. a vulture yeah. chicken, and it doesn't do anything. It just kind of like looks up and is like, "Hey!" How's and it he going? falls down a hill. This is an amazing pratfall, by the way. <laughs> he it looked like it was really him. Yeah, he rolls, rolls down, down this hill. hill. It just rolls and rolls. <laughs> no, they got the stop motion really good by that. Point. Yeah, so, so we never see that that vulture chicken again. Uh, nope. Don't know what the point of it was. Well, the thing is, like, just trying to put logic here. If this is like an ancient <laughs> native curse, why? yeah, why a dinosaur? Oh, it said the uh, uh, portal to hell releases all the demons in hell. All so these, okay. are, these are just like Chicken multiple monsters, demons. tree monsters. Sure, okay, sure. all right. Why not? Because okay. at this point, like, there's no more dialogue in this no. movie. Like, it cuts to, like, Bill, um, Ranger Stash just, like, walking through some tall grass as, like, a devil man chases him. Yeah, that's, I guess that, that's the Winter Beast. And yeah. it's, we don't it's, know that. I don't know. I'm just winter guessing. Winter is coming. <laughs> it's me, the winter. It's beast. a guy in a suit, and it looks okay. It's shot in slow motion, so and it's always shot from a low angle. So we we kind of guess that he's supposed to be gigantic, like he's supposed to be. Yeah. A yes, I think that's yeah. the idea. There's like a forced perspective shot near the end, which makes you go, "Oh, he's supposed to be giant." Yeah. Okay, I and get this it. scene goes on for a long time. Yeah. Very yes. long time, and so. they try and shoot flare guns at it. It doesn't work. Yeah, Ranger Staff for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why he thinks that's going to do anything. He has a flare gun that he keeps shooting at this thing. But you, you forgot though. It's like Charlie drives up to get in the car and then crash the car instantly, and one of them goes flying. Yeah, he out. does. Well, Charlie's Charlie stunt flies double out. flies out of the thing, yeah. and it's clearly not him. He's like balding this guy that like falls onto the ground. <laughs> Hey, they, they had stunt doubles. That's a big deal for a low-budget yeah. movie like this. And then they cut back to Charlie, and he's still got his, like, you know, feathered mullet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's not the same guy. Um, and, like, wasn't, like, the, there was, like, some deus ex machina, right? Like, a little shrunken head that could What do is that thing? Where did that come from? I think that's the necklace with the tooth that they mentioned earlier. No, that's another thing. Uh, that's another thing. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they needed to take the big dildo yeah. out. Yeah, no, like, you're ah. right. There's, like, a football-shaped head. Yeah, there's like a shrunken head that all of a sudden turns into a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That This is what we're talking about, guys. It is, it's very confusing at the end, and nothing is explained, really. You just have to go with it. Yeah, it's just whatever. It's just like three Because they scenes. throw it at the Winter Beast, and the Winter Beast like explodes, well, right? Well, uh, Charlie lays it on the ground, and you can see him going, shoot it, shoot it. Like, there's no dialogue, so they didn't but record can, the audio. You, that's what he's saying. And then he jumps out of the way as Ranger Dan shoots a... I, like a, I thought he was saying do it I think he's saying shoot it I don't know <laughs> very similar and then he shoots it do it shoots it and Just it like blows Nike. up and then that causes the winter beast's head to catch on fire and burn and then he yes, turns into right. like a um, model or, or what's it what's it yeah. called like is it it's like an a prosthetic yeah animatronic it's not a puppet because yeah, they weren't like moving it but it's like a fake head that they lit on fire. Yeah, you, I think you would usually call that like a miniature. Yeah, there's a lot of miniatures in this movie, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the day is saved, and then there is some dialogue. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> After 30 minutes of no dialogue, uh, Ranger Stash turns to Charlie, and he's like, Next time we hunt for bears. Oh, that's what he said. <laughs> the first time we saw it, we thought they. What did we, what did we think he said? We thought he said, "Next time you buy the beers." I, I think yeah, it's hard to hear, but holy crap, he just like laughs yeah. like an insane person. And then yeah, they both laugh like it's the funniest thing in the world, and just walk out. Of yeah, frame. I wanted to freeze frame and then just go to credits. Yeah, it seems like that that make me think. They were at least a little bit in on the joke, right? Uh, oh, of course. They were definitely in on the joke. Yeah. He Tom was Tom. wearing a rug on his lip at one point, so. Yeah. He's got to be in on the joke. 
but we can't end there because then we cut to a sign that says closed for business. Oh, the wild, <laughs> goose, the wild lodge. goose lodge. So we know no sequels yeah. are coming. Mm. Thank goodness. Yeah. So this is like, I looked it up on IMDb. It's like the director's first and only movie. That's a shame. He ever worked again. Um, so I this mean, movie just got a Blu-ray release, right? Justin? Oh, yeah, from Vinegar Syndrome. You can only currently get it. I'm sure it'll get its own single release on a triple pack that includes uh, Fatal Exam, a two-hour slasher film, like a regional 60-millimeter mm. one, and also another film called Beyond Dream's Door, which I really, really mm. like. And they're all super-duper special editions, new scans, more special features than you can... Uh, shake a stick at. Shake a stick That's at. The yeah, shake a winter beast at. And uh, yeah, I think it's like mm, 60 bucks US if you order it from um, Well, if you would like to watch Winter Beast for free, it is streaming on Vimeo right now. It looks like it was just uploaded by some guy five years ago. Now, oh, uh, it'll probably be taken down, but it doesn't look as it good won't as because the version. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I just like really I just like stepped through it, but yeah, it won't be. It, it didn't look terrible. I was just looking at it on my phone. But if you want to mm-hmm. check out the movie and maybe that um, maybe later splurge for the Blu-ray, I would totally recommend this movie because it was a really good time. Yeah, it's hey, really. Did fun. you guys pick your favorite things? You said like the stop motion. Oh, right, the creatures Colin? are great. Yeah, yeah. Justin. <laughs> uh, I think that my ah, uh, there's just too much to to yeah. pick. You know what? I'm gonna say the last line. <laughs> I love when they're like, "Next time we hunt for I mean, bears." <laughs> you, can, you can say Mr. Sheldon. Yeah, I he's mean, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Sheldon is good. Like you can pick just one monster. What about you, April? What's your favorite? Def- thing? The song. The music. It is absolutely oh, yeah, the song. Yeah. See, this is one of those times that we don't have to pick a favorite thing because we're like, ah, it's so much fun. Yeah, oh, there's so many. So there's enjoyable. so many things. But yeah, this is a movie that like if you get friends together, like there's no way you can't enjoy. For sure. Yeah. Like, it's another yeah, yeah. movie which is happening like every movie now. It's just like ah, I wish I got to see this with a group of friends or in a theater. That would like I can just imagine the experience. Yeah, of seeing it'd be this. really good. Any I'm a new wow. creature came I on. know yeah. the experience it killed when we <laughs> yeah I'm so sorry I missed that um maybe it could it'd be like a, a tradition in the future like every Christmas you play Winter Beast oh that would be so funny yeah a Winter Beast screening every- and no 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 do you do it you do it in fall yeah, yeah, fall. you have like the foliage festival, and then you you sell like mulled cider and stuff like yeah, that. You yeah, you get a discount if you wear plaid. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're just really trying the more to... plaid you wear, the cheaper the ticket. <sighs> trying to imagine how. Can good... you imagine watching like Winter Beast and Things on a double bill? I think you would. That die. would be great. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's It'd a good like... double. Feature. Both like aesthetically, you kind of look the same. Like they have the, mm-hmm. the, the same sort of uh, sets and shot the same way. Like lighting, costumes. Wise, There's the more same. hosers in for sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but this um, has like I don't know Boston accents. Yeah, fucker. They have great accents in this too. So it's a it's an accent palooza. Anyway, check this movie out because it was really fun, you guys. Uh, and if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail dot com, and we're on Twitter at no such thing pod. If you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. If you're on the $5 level, you get a little bonus episode every two weeks. And we just recorded one on <laughs> a movie Colin has worked on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, should we say what it is? Abraham Lincoln yeah, Vampire <laughs> Hunter. Yes. It was not a pleasant experience. No, this is the first time I've uh, seen it. Uh, yeah. Did so so it. if you want to hear Colin talk a little bit about his experience Colin. in the VFX industry back when he used to work on things like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, <laughs> donate on the $5 level. And also, 
It is that time again. Finally, next episode is the listener request no. episode. No. Hey, we've had a couple of really good ones the past like two or three. This time, next time, uh, we should hunt for bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you are uh, subscribed to us on the two dollar level or up, uh, you will be submitted submitted into a draw uh, to pick the next episode. So you don't have to do anything. You just have to be a Patreon subscriber, uh, and uh, I'll let you know if you won, and uh, you can pick the next episode. Nothing over two hours. <laughs> I'll let them know all the caveats. But again, we've had we've had the lot. We had League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, Whoever wins, we lose. Island of <laughs> Island of Doctor Moreau. We've had some good ones. Um, so uh, thank you, everyone who are already uh, patrons. And uh, if you want to uh, tweet at me, I'm at April at Mansky. You can follow me on Twitter at DeCluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, letter J, or I'm on Letterbox at uh, just Justin DeClue. Also, podcast, The Important Cinema Club, every week. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. Um, so thanks for tuning in this week, ladies and gentlemen, and um, winter is no longer, winter's, no, winter's, that's not how winter's this coming, is. winter's coming, you guys. Uh, at least There's it, no such thing at as least it is movie. in this movie. I'm April Lemansky. I'm Justin Globe. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> what? I was like, why was there such a long time? <laughs> I think the mic went out. It's all good. We're good. We're out.